Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello everyone, welcome to your team news ahead of Game Week 29, the most important stream of the week, and I'm joined by the most important man on the stream, that is Neil Rigg. How are you, Neil? Quite right as well, yeah. uh, I'm not too bad, Ash, thank you very much, yeah. Um, If I didn't have team news uh, know-how, then I'd be be no use at all, because my FPL team is absolutely tanking at the moment. I mean, it's gone terribly. I've seen all these scores this week about, like, Three figures and um, differences of uh, you know seventy. You said he made a seventy-two point seventy-two point uh, advantage yeah. on your normal team with your free hit, yeah. and um, I scored I think fifty-seven in total. So oh no! I've my rank has doubled. I think I think it was about fifty k, and I'm I'm into three I'm into six figures now. So oh. um, it was a punishing punishing week. And um, I mean, I have got my chips in hand. I've got wild cards, and I've got triple. Um, I've got bench boosts and things that are still to come. But it's going to be a long way back after that. Yeah, I was doing a Q and A with Sam, and, and she fell from about 110 yeah. to 185, something like that. Sam had the same week as me. Yeah, it yeah, was just as bad. So, brutal, yeah. brutal Awful. week. Yeah, although I had a good week, so <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call me last week? A young buck, I think you called me. I did. He just he caught up with me clearly. <laughs> well, we got another round straight in. At least the thing is, at least it's not like an international break or something. Right? At least you can't wallow in it for, for two yeah, weeks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We go straight into game week twenty nine. It's another double game week. Uh, lots of things to talk about. Let's get straight into the first game, uh, which is Brighton versus Liverpool. Lots of investment in Liverpool. How are they shaping up? Well, we know on the injury front they're pretty clear. Uh, Firmino's back now. He, um, I think he was, he's been back in training for about a week and he just wasn't risked in the last league game and then the Champions League as well, but he's fine. Now, there was a hint of some COVID problems with Liverpool. Klopp went on to say that COVID's still around. It was a bit of an ambiguous quote. And I'll, I'll, find the, I'll find the exact line because the way he phrased it, he implied that Liverpool have some problems mm. um, without explicitly mentioning that they had. Uh, so, hey, let me find the quote. It was this morning. It was the first one off the rank, 11am. Um, 
he said, we've got on top of the injuries uh, in serious situation, COVID is not over. These kind of things we have we have as well or had. We will see how that's going on. Um, players who staff who had it now have absolutely no symptoms, but they still cannot be involved. So we will see. And now he's got training later today. So we might see some photos from the Liverpool training ground. Um, we do know that there was three players absent from training yesterday. And they were Van Dijk, Canate and Thiago. Now Canate missed out on Tuesday, I think, in the in the Champions League as well. So he could be one of the one of the um absentees. I think it had been reported as a knock initially, but maybe that is COVID. So that'll be interesting. We'll we'll keep our eyes mm. peeled, see if we can get any training ground photos because um obviously Van Dijk is as as nailed as they come starts wise when he's fit. But he you know, um people might be going for him for the double because he's a, a safer route into starts than some of the, the fullbacks, for example, who carry a slight rotation risk. I don't think it's as big this time as it was in the last double. Um, but yeah, Van Dijk was one of the ones absent. So if you tally that with what Klopp's saying about COVID, then um, we are putting two and two together a bit. Um, there could be a, a completely innocent explanation for it. Um, but yeah, we'll try and keep our eyes peeled for training ground images this afternoon because if you see Van Dijk absent again, then um, like a day before the, the game... Yeah then it's not looking good. But yeah, injury-wise anyway, they're all they're all uh, fully fit. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, as important as Van Dijk is to Liverpool, uh, a certain centre-back is as important to us, Brighton, and he's out as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's still right, out. Sorry, not as well. I shouldn't say as well, because we don't know Van Dijk's out. But it, this one is definitely out for yeah. Brighton. <laughs> he is. This is Adam Webster, who and I don't think there's any coincidence that like, uh, Brighton have slumped a bit since... Since he's been out, and of course Dan Burns left as well. Um, so yeah, he's the only absentee I think for Brighton. Um, Potter was saying that they're going to assess Mwepu in terms of minutes because he's been out for so long. But other than other than Webster, they're all they're all good. Good. Okay. Uh, Webster is a massive miss for us though. Uh, okay, on to the next game, which is Brentford versus Burnley. I don't know if there's huge investment in this. I guess people are looking at Brentford players, right? Because they've got the, the game in in thirty. Yeah, well, we I was talking to Ted offline uh, about about the watch list on our site. You know, he, he compiles it with Zofar. We were wondering who to put in as the number three forward because Kane and Lacazette have obviously got the first two sewn up, and then Tony's now our number three because wow. Brentford have got a have got a, a game week thirty match. He's in a bit of form. Yes, it came from the penalty spot uh, against uh, Norwich last week. Two of the goals anyway, um, but he has he has started. He's got five in his last three in the league, and he started. A, Firing a few more shots from close range as well from open play. So um in, in a forward pool where there's very little to um to champion, then Tony's managed to worm his way back to number three. Uh, good news for Brentford is that they're they're pretty much injury free. Uh Christopher Asia and Christian Norgard are fine after problems from last week. Ericsson's probably gonna start this one again as well, according to Thomas Frank. And the only player they got out is suspended, and that's Josh De Silva. Okay. And Burnley? A few more problems for Burnley. Um, nothing new, I don't think, but um, just a reiteration that a lot of players aren't going to be available. Ben Mee amongst them. He, they thought initially they'd just take the knock to his knee in that uh, ill-fated double game of 27. But it's uh, since been discovered that he's got some, I think it was a fibula issue. So he is probably going to be after the international break now. So he's out of this. Goodmanson as well, longer term. Uh, Peters, again, other side of that March break. Vidra was on the cusp of a return, but has, has done his elbow, uh, uh, dislocated his elbow. 
so he's out. Stevens is back in training, but um, uh, he's a he's a afterthought really. So pretty much as you were in terms of injuries, um, just a, um, an update on me and that he's not going to be back for this. And he was it was a big loss. I mean, they've, they've lost two in a row, conceded six in the process. Um, they haven't really got a left-sided uh, centre-half in his mould because I think Tarkowski moved over there and wasn't as good. So um, probably a good time to play Brent, uh, Burnley, actually, if you're a, a Brentford striker. Mm. It's typical, isn't it? Like the, the double game it comes, everyone's de- debating, you know, me or, or Tarkowski. Nothing in it between them. Yeah. Anyone who bought me in, hoping to play him against Brentford, yeah. now, now misses out. But <laughs> like you say, they're, they're worse off about him. It might be a bit of a blessing in disguise if you are a, a me owner. Um, United next. United playing Spurs. Uh, United getting their main man back. Can you call him their main man? I guess he is. Well, yeah, he's, he's probably in terms of commercial sales, but in terms of um, <laughs> on-pitch performances, he's, he hasn't been that for quite some time. He's back, yeah. Uh, Ranić's expecting him and Cavani to be available for this game. They had both been back in training. Still out though is uh, Luke Shaw, who's who's had COVID and he's still positive I think, as of yesterday, so he's, he's not going to be featuring against Spurs. McTominay is probably not going to feature either. He has got a calf problem, and um, Ranić's clearly got one eye on the Champions League next Tuesday. He's saying that he doesn't want to risk him for that, so uh, it's more than likely he won't feature against Spurs, which just goes to show already, with, what, 10 games left, how focus is, is switching for some teams mm. other than the Premier League. You know, I mean, it's going to take a lot for United to claw back that points deficit on Arsenal, who've got, a, I think, three games in hand on them, and they're already ahead of them. So he's obviously prioritising that Champions League tie. Um, that's, that's and this is something we've got to look out for. Yeah, they did. Yeah, when when and, uh, took over, they had such a good run and just a, a lost points, dropped points in so many games. Yeah, I think there was a stat about how how many games unbeaten they've, they've gone, but then within that there were draws, mm. um, which contributed to that against like against Newcastle and uh, Burnley as well, and, and teams like that. So um, Villa, so they've they have dropped points whilst remaining unbeaten for quite a long period, um, and now they they really are falling behind. So, yeah, Ronaldo and Cavani's back. Shaw's out. McTominay is a big doubt. Varane was also past fit as well. He had COVID last week, but he's been back in training this week. Nice. And Spurs, some... I mean, obviously, injuries are never good news, but purely from an FPL perspective, if you are a long-suffering Regulon <laughs> holder, <laughs> they might be in luck. Yes, a little silver lining um, to Sessegnon's injury. He's going to be out now for... Yeah, probably the, the other side of the international break. He joined Tanganga and Skip and being out. So you would think Reguilón comes back in. He did against, uh, who was it, Everton on Monday. Yeah. Came on for Sessegnon. I would like to urge a bit of caution and just say that Doherty has played at left wing back uh, on a couple of occasions this season under Conte. I think he did twice in the EFL Cup semi-final and possibly as a substitute as well on a couple of games. Now, I, don't, I think that's still a, a bit of a stretch. Because you'd be removing your best, uh, one of your form players at the moment, Doctor mm. from his natural position. So I still think Reguilón's um, clear favourite to start uh, certainly this weekend. But just be warned that it doesn't mm. always follow that when one player's out, another one his position rival comes in. Because there are other alternatives. Davies, I suppose, is one player yeah. could play there as well. Ben Davies. Yeah, but, Sanchez um, yeah. potentially coming in. Coming in. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's centre half. So just there is just a note of caution there. But Reguilón obviously is now um, favourite to to get that left wing back spot. I mean, it's it's fairly obvious, isn't it, that, that Conte doesn't love 
Regulon at this point. Yeah, that was noted yesterday. There was a his press conference was on uh, on Thursday, and he was talking about he, how well dotted he had done, and then he grouped Emerson and Cessignon, uh in terms of being improved players as well, right. and, and didn't mention Regulon until the next section about him having COVID. Uh, that's another reason why he's why he's been sort of sidelined lately. He had he did pick up coronavirus, but Sessegnon's kept him out on merit lately. So yeah, I don't think he's he's Conte's favourite by any stretch, but maybe by process of elimination, he's, he does start this weekend. Very interesting. Uh, okay, next Chelsea up against your boys, who are absolutely flying. We uh, are. At the moment. You but you can't believe it, can you? I I can't. I re- I couldn't have. <laughs> I mean, the form table is astonishing. I think it's. I think we're on the, the joint longest run now with Liverpool. I think is it nine games. Maybe even longer than Liverpool, and um, we've t- taken so many points from games where I mean I would have settled for to be maybe three or four points ahead of the drop at this point. We looked yeah. in really bad situations. Burnley and Watford had had so many games in hand on us, but we're um, we're sort of looking at mid table now. So yeah, we're, we're um, unbelievable. We've I think this is a bit of a bonus game, and I think both sides are rotating this. Uh, they're coming off the back of Thursday night games. Chelsea will have the Champions League on Tuesday. Newcastle's got a, a more winnable game against Everton next Thursday. So I do think there'll be some rotation from both sides in this one. Starting with Chelsea. Um, unfortunately, we haven't had much of an update from uh, Tuchel yet because it was a, a post-game presser last night. So some quotes will have been uh, held back from that. I've seen some embargoed quotes which have come out this time saying absolutely no on the injury front <laughs> uh, regarding Rhys James. The only updates we had were, were last night, and they were concerning um, Pulisic and Aspilicueta. Uh, both of them illness-related. P was taken off at half-time with, I think, a stomach bug. Pulisic wasn't involved at all because of because of a, a fever. So they're both flagged with 75%. Um, but, yeah, James, we we think he's out. Um, there was the initial report that he's going to miss Chelsea's next four matches. Whoa, would take him up. I didn't see that. Well, that's, wow. well that would take him up until... Just game week thirty one, you know, we should be back for um for that. But then I seen a, a better prognosis last night where I said it could be anything from, from five days to I think yeah, to fourteen or something. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah. So either way, it still looks very unlikely for, for Newcastle. And and obviously he'll join Chilwell and being out as well. Alonso has been back in training, just wasn't wasn't uh, involved yesterday against Norwich. Um, when Rudiger was benched, of course, so you'd think he'd come back in. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure there'll be some some um, fatigue-led changes with one eye on that on that uh, Champions League game. Maybe Havertz gets his rest in yeah. this one. That's um, a real kick, wasn't it, for the people who went Rudiger over James? Yeah, <laughs> what a roller coaster ride that was. I must admit, I, I had Rudiger captain, and I was feeling smug about um, James's injury, and then got my comeuppance. Karmic retribution. Yes, good. Really good name on the bench. Richly deserved. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, for, for anyone who hasn't seen uh, the members video last night, uh, Mark and Andy did like a, a reactionary video straight after the games and also kind of looking ahead to 29. So uh, if you're a member of Scout, go onto the site, check that out. Um, if you just go to the members area and then the members videos, uh, you can watch it. But Mark makes a really good point that he just doesn't think Reese James is going to get like consecutive starts from now until kind of the end of the season because he's brought him back. He's broken down in what his first yeah. league game straight away. Yeah. There's not that many games left. He's, he's going to need to be managed, I think, better than he has been, right? Yeah, and and what are Chelsea playing for now in the league? They've pretty much got that Champions League spot sewn up. Mm. They're not going to win the league. So they're, they're not really playing for much on the domestic front now. They've got the um, FA Cup they're still in. They've got the Champions League they're still in. So even when James is available, then 
I'm sure he will start to prioritise cups at home and abroad very shortly. And yeah, he might not be the asset we were hoping for the running. Um, but obviously, when he does, when he does step on that pitch, he is uh, dynamite. I was looking at the um, point, points per minute or points per start that Wheels added to the members area, and he's right up there. I think he might even be the leading leading candidate the season with Mares. Both of those two. When he when he's on the pitch, he is absolutely you know electric. He's going on First the wall. First on the team sheet next season. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, he's going on the wall. I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, and yeah, just quickly on Newcastle. Uh, yes. Any any kind of updates? I mean, it's Maxman, isn't it? Really, who's yeah. A few, a few updates actually from last night. Quite a few significant things. Um, so Maximum's got uh, Ill- illness. We don't know if he's going to be God. back for Chelsea. He's cursed. He's just, that guy. He is. He's just back <laughs> from from injury. I saw Market brought him in on his on his twenty sixth wildcard. Yeah, wild card. I know. He's been so unlucky Ex- with that. Yeah, expecting back to back doubles. But so we know guarantees he's back for this one. Joe Linton was out as well. One of our um, key players. I never thought I'd say that. Hmm. Uh, at the moment, key central midfielders. Central <laughs> midfielder. If, if he'd said that to me at the start of the season, I thought you were insane. <laughs> Um, but he, he actually, the Castle's staying down in uh, the south um, over these few days because they played Southampton last night and then they played Chelsea on Sunday. Joe Linton did travel with them on the off chance he's fit for uh, Sunday, but he's got a recurring groin thing and um, he's had that for a while. I guess that might need surgery at some point. Fabian Shah as well is uh, playing through a groin issue. Um, uh, Eddie Howe said he, he hopes he'll be all right. Um, Emil Kraft and Bruno, the new signing as well, who scored that outrageous yeah. back heel goal last night. <laughs> Both came off with what they, they thought was cramp, but they're going to have to be assessed. So I think you'll see, on top of that, you've got Trippier out and, and Wilson out, Fernandez yeah. as well. So I think you'll see quite a few changes from Newcastle tomorrow. I think that, um, I could imagine the cells coming back in for, for Shah and, and um, maybe someone like Fraser or Shelby getting a rest with that with one eye on, on, on the Everton game. Um, but yeah. Problems in both camps. Could be a good game for Rudiger then, if, if people have got him, you know. Yeah, I'll obviously I'll be I'll be playing him, but um, uh, the the kind of the ship sailed on his returns because he was my captain this week, and I, I would have I would have swapped a bench against Newcastle for a, yeah. a cleanie against Norwich and a goal, <laughs> but there we are. At least they conceded anyway. They did. That was some, that was <laughs> some consolation. <laughs> Uh, next up, the absolutely terrible Everton uh, off the back of that performance against Spurs. They're playing a, well, what was a terrible Wolves side who are now back in form. So it might appear. So interesting game, this one. Um, what's happening with Everton? Yeah, anyone who, who reads my stuff on site will have will have will will be sick of the, of the phrase Jekyll and Hyde now because that's how I describe Everton, I think, in every single article. Um, they're great, at, well, they're decent at home. Certainly have been since Lampard's come in. I just, just absolutely dismal on the road. So the good thing is, is that both uh, Game Week Twenty Nine matches yeah. are at Goodison. Uh, team news wise, they're also boosted by uh, Gray's back and Godfrey's back as well. So um, Lampard was talking those two players up. I'm sure they'll feature prominently in this double game week. Godfrey especially because they're awful at the back. And um, I think that's it. Uh, Michael Keane's fit as well. He came off last week with an illness. But he's fine. So I think it's just some news. Well, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Keane's, I think, I think he'd probably drop Holgate sooner than he would Keane. I think just because he was talking him up again today, for example, about his his commitment to the cause and playing through illness last weekend. He might even go three at the back just to to bolster things. But Mm. um, yeah, uh, Godfrey, I'm sure, will come straight back in because they're crying out for some improvement in defence. Still out uh, longer term, Armina, Delph, 
and uh, Davies, but Davies is, is ineligible anyway. But um, at least they got Gray and Godfrey back because um, uh, those two players have barely featured in a Lampard. I think Gray's played the ball of about 37 minutes uh, and he was yep. so key for Benitez earlier in the, in the campaign. Yep. And Wolves? Wolves, yeah. Now, these are one of a cluster of teams who had um, games last night and whose managers aren't giving press conferences as they normally would on a Friday. So there'll be quotes from the uh, Watford game released later today, I think. Uh, we do know that um, uh, Semedo's out and we think uh, whoever is out as well. Uh, apart from that, we don't know of any fresh concerns. Um, if we get any news on that, I'll report them on the site. But um, nothing immediately apparent. Um, so, yeah, they bounced, they bounced back their form last night. They uh, mm. had all their sort of regulars back. Jimenez came back in. Aitnori as well. Yep. Bolly was back, actually. Actually, that's a good line. I'll, I'll, I'll mention that. Why People may wonder why Kilman was dropped. Um, and uh, uh, Bruno Lagas suggested it was down to, um, uh, not fatigue, but he just needed to be taken out the out the equation for a while because he played 30 games in a row uh, and he was talking in terms of taking a step back and recovering that he'll return to the team. What I think mm. what I think might have been a factor um, possibly is that he's, uh, his mother, I think, is Ukrainian. So um, maybe, oh, right. yeah, maybe that was a factor that, that his manager didn't mention or didn't want to mention as a, a possible reason why his mind would understandably be on things other than football. Um, that may be Again, maybe putting two and two together and getting five, but uh, he had been a slightly below part of late, um, and you know you'd, you'd understand why that might be if his mind was on matters elsewhere. So yeah, Body came back and did very well, and it sounds like he's going to keep his place uh, for now. It was his first start of the season, wasn't it, Body? Yeah, first first yeah. appearance. I first think appearance was, of the season. That was that was the first time Lager changes his uh, what was well, erstwhile back three, first choice back three. Um, for reasons that weren't enforced, so obviously Sice was at Afcon. But other than that, he, he's kept he's all that all that back three. Cody Sice and Kilman have started every game that have been available for until last night when Bolly came back in. Yeah, I, I nearly just said I like Willie, but I, I stopped myself. Uh, well, I do, I'll change it. I rate Bolly. There you go. Yeah, especially now that Johnny's covering Willie as well down the down the left. Uh, yeah, on the right. <laughs> what filth comes out of your mouth? Yeah, I'm sorry. Dis- disgusting. He's I a good player. Yeah. <laughs> He's he is a good player. I think uh, yeah. a fully fit Willie Bolly is is surely locked in that in that back three. It might be. Yeah, I've I read a few forums and um, uh, they were very impressed by his performance last night. So it might be tough for Kilman to break back into that team now. Mm-hmm. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh God! Next Leeds. I mean, you talk about disappointing <laughs> performances. You talk about Everton. Uh, I thought Leeds were all right against against Leicester, and then yeah, they were. They were absolutely awful yesterday against Villa. Really, really poor. Uh, better when Gelhart came on, but still, yeah. I mean, Rafinha in particular really struggled. Um, Bamford came back though, which was which was good news. What else is going on at Ellen Road? 
Well, Furbo's out. He, he's going to be probably like a long-term one. I think now it was his knee. He stretched it off last night. So uh, Jesse Marsh was confirming that Dallas is going to go and play at left-back. Uh, elsewhere, I don't think there's much to report injury-wise. Um, Cooper and Phillips, I think, are the other side of the break. Roberts is out for the season. Um, but yeah, Bamford's back. Now, uh, Jesse Marsh was saying that they're going to assess him on Friday and Saturday before making an intelligent uh, and calculated, I'm putting those in inverted commas because those are his words, <laughs> decision on his on his involvement. So it's weighing up. It's a six-pointer against Norwich. You know, we're getting into must-win territory, not mathematically, but realistically. Um, but weighing that up versus the risks to Bangford's long-term health, I guess, because he's only just back. Uh, he didn't get anything against Leicester. He got, what was it, half an hour last night. Mm. So is he ready? Is he going to be frustrated at the team? He'll get got to play, surely, in this Well, one. I think given how dismal um, Rodrigo was and um, James isn't a, isn't a striker, and... Did you, watch, did, need... you watch, did, did you watch it yesterday? Did you see the um, the highlight reel they showed of Dan James as a striker before the yeah, match? Yeah, I did. And uh, <laughs> highlight was probably the wrong <laughs> yeah. oh, God. phrase for it. It's really bad. Yeah, I mean, he's it, kind of... People were hoping that when he came in, he, would, he wouldn't do the Bielsa thing of playing players out mm. of their natural positions. And he's just doing exactly the same thing. Like, um, Dallas at right back last night and and James, yeah, up top. So, uh, um, yeah... It's the it's the question of whether he risks Bamford for this start. I've got I've got a feeling he might because of the the importance of the game, um, and then they've got the the break after the Wolves game for the international. So uh, he won't last ninety, I don't think, but um, you'll you'll see pitch time definitely. Not that anyone's going to be bringing him in uh, yeah, or any of well, these exactly. assets for this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it must be so far. I mean, if they if they'd had Bamford and, and Phillips, yeah, they'd be, they'd be fine. Yeah, <laughs> they'd just I be think completely be... fine. Yeah, they've really had a bad run this season with injuries. Yeah. And, and Bielsa, that is a big mitigating factor. And he's unlucky, really, because their squad is so wafer thin. Um, you look at their bench and it's just academy products. And then maybe he's a couple of seniors. It's just, mm. yeah, no wonder they're struggling. No, absolutely. Um, and how about Norwich? Uh, yeah, Dean Smith was today. Yeah, um, Adam Eder and Omar Daly are out. Sam Byram's going to be assessed for fatigue. But otherwise, they are fine. Um Two players came off last night, uh, Zimmerman and Norman, but they're they're both available. They're both trained today, so uh, yeah, nothing much to report there. Nice. Uh, eight more teams to go. We've got seven hundred people uh, listening uh, and live on on YouTube. Hello to everyone in the podcast uh, as well. If you could like the stream uh, and subscribe to the channel, uh, that would be much appreciated. Okay, next Southampton are against Watford. Watford conceding lots and lots and lots of goals. Lately. Yeah, very unhodgson like mm. at the moment. Um, I think he's caught between two two approaches, isn't he? He's he's aware that they need to score, but then that's seemed to come at the cost of, of defensive stability. And they, yeah, they were conceded another four last night. Really, really poor. Um, they've got a couple of fresh things to report on the fitness front. Uh, Firmina and King uh, both took themselves off, according to Hodgson. I don't know if that was a little barb. Both of those players, Firmino with an injury, King with, uh, I think, neck pain. He wanted to be assessed by the physio. On top of that, Joe uh, Pedro missed out with... Now, this was weird. Joe Pedro missed out with uh, because of COVID, but he was negative. Um, he tested positive the day before, but he was negative on the day of the game But because of the protocol, which, I'm, I, which I do not know what it is now. I do not know what the protocol is. I'm completely at a loss. Uh, he missed out. 
Now, obviously, the rest of us uh, civilians are not isolating anymore. Is that right? We don't have to isolate even with a positive COVID test. I don't know what the case is now with, with footballers. I'm, I must admit, I'm lost on that front. Um, but Pedro couldn't play last night, apparently, because of his, his positive test on, on Wednesday. But anyway... But that uh, is bizarre. Yeah, I've got yeah, that. Even the, I think the Watford club admin was, was trying to highlight how weird the rule was when, on Twitter <laughs> last night. Uh, so he was out... Um, who else was out? And Gagia was targeting this game as a comeback date. I think the same with Troost Ekong as well. And I'm boring myself just talking about it because it's Watford. <laughs> a Southampton more interesting? Southampton, well, it might be if we had an update. The thing is, mm. Hasnuttle was, was again, I hate to repeat myself, but one of the managers in action last night, so we haven't heard much on the injury front there. Keep your eyes peeled for... The embargo slots could be this afternoon, could be tonight, could be after the deadline, unfortunately. Um, we do know that uh, McCarthy and Lianco are still out. I think Teller's back in training. I, I know he's back in training, so he might be he might be uh, in contention for this. I guess the thing to see on a, on a Southampton front is that they have uh, largely kept their settled side this week, already played twice. And off the back of back-to-back back back games and defeats, I do think there'll be a handful of changes against yeah. Watford, especially with a, an FA Cup semi-final coming up as well next Saturday. So I wouldn't be surprised if Armando Broja, your favourite striker, gets a bench in this weekend. I, I've predicted that in my team news lineups. I, I sense he may be due one, and he was poor last night. And, and he went um, off with a bit of a knock, didn't he? Well, apparently so. Uh, that's what I'm waiting for confirmation of from Hassan Huttle. Um, but he was... Uh, he, uh, a lot of people saying that was his, one of his worst performances in a, in a Southampton shirt. Armstrong made a bit of a difference when he came on as well. So I I, I think this might be um, a, a well-earned benching for, for, for Broja and maybe one or two others as well. Maybe Livramento because mm. uh, he's had back-to-back starts this week as well. I wasn't expecting Southampton to lose both games, you know, no. and, and, and really, you know... Fail to, you know, none of them did anything. I mean, I had Ward Prowse, Adams, Brozier, nothing for any of those players. They were they were better last night. This was obviously Newcastle were playing them, so I, I watched this a bit more than I did the other games. Uh, in 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 hindsight, obviously it wasn't on telly, but um, they were better without being great. Um, that Villa game, they were absolutely abysmal. But this is this is Southampton, isn't it? They they go on such a great run, they look brilliant, yeah. and then they lose one game, and then they struggle to get out of that rut that they've been in. Um, and we've seen them slide uh, into in really heavy defeats when they're out of out of form. So they're ones to watch. Maybe they can, I mean, Watford at home is a perfect picture to to get to bounce back from. Um, and then and then there's the FA Cup. So we've got a bit of time to to assess them for their running. But um, yeah, I, I I wonder if their race has run slightly as fantasy assets. Maybe maybe I'm being a you bit. You could premature. even say Neil that they're a Jekyll and Hyde team. They are. <laughs> they've been definitely. It was a good one, Jekyll. They've been more Jekyll yeah. of late um, uh, on that run. But yeah, back to back defeats against you know mid-table teams, Newcastle and Aston Villa. Um, they have got some decent games in the running, and they've got a double against Burnley as well. So mm. I'm sure they'll come back on the radar then. I got absolutely slammed for my bro your comments, and I'm so happy to see him You're right. every week. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, West Ham. Next, they're playing a, an inform uh, Villa side. I mean, Villa are Jekyll and Hyde the last four weeks. They're absolutely awful uh, until they played us. And then <laughs> they've won that game convincingly. And then they've been brilliant since then. 
Yeah, but bit of a bit of a little slump, but by and large, have been really good under Gerard. I think they've, they've mm. um, noticeable improvements. So uh, starting with West Ham because it's a bit of a, a significant one. This, if you've still yep. got him, Jared Bowen is out of this one for sure, according to Moyes. Uh, we don't have a time frame on his return. We don't think it's serious because we had an update from the, the what sorry the West Ham medical department uh, last Sunday after he came off against Liverpool and there wasn't any significant damage detected. So that's good. But uh, he hasn't been able to put weight on it, or at least he couldn't when he was coming off the pitch at Liverpool. And that was what concerned uh, Moyes in West Ham. So assessment's still ongoing. They haven't been able to get to the bottom of it just yet. But Moyes says he's, he's hopeful of recovering soon, uh, just not in time for game week 29. Now, I would... I mean, I'm selling him this week. Uh, I've still got him and, I, and, he, mm. and he's gone, I think. I... Th- Worry because Moyes has got previous for this when he's I think he's done this with Cresswell already uh, uh, this season, where he said someone's close to a return that they're, they're not too far away, and that's gone on for quite some time. I think Cresswell was about a month where there was week after week of press conference where he was saying he's almost back, he's on the grass, and he just didn't, he wasn't fit. So I, I'm slightly concerned that Bones' issue will keep him out of thirty as well. Um, now. Beyond that, there is an international break, so that is that is beneficial. But most people will be keeping Bowen for game week thirty because they, West Ham are one of what eight teams in action then, uh, and I'm I'm concerned that there isn't a prognosis now. So I, I'm I'm cutting my losses on him and yeah, just getting rid of him and getting someone in who is definitely going to double bar an injury, of course, like Saka or Kulusevski. Um So yeah, he's out. Bowen of this one, Rice is back though. He came back last night, um, which is good for the defence. And aside from that, who else have they got out? Uh, Kufal, we think, still out as well. Yarmolenko has been considered lately because of, obviously, things back home in Ukraine. And Ogbonne is a long-term one as well. But aside from that, I think that's it. Ben Johnson's left my team. It's very sad. Has he? Has he gone? Yeah, sad day. Has Marty come in? No, I've, I've had, had the money to get Thomas. Spent a little, spent a little bit extra. Got in Luke Thomas. Oh. <laughs> Fancy. Marty going up. Cash. Yeah, Marty going up in price annoyed me, so I can't have him now. <laughs> I missed his price rise, which came out, oh. out of nowhere. Um, and I know what you're going to say. Uh, broken record, Neil. Uh, Villa? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Action last night. No press conference. Yada, yada. Um, Dean came no, back. That was, that was the yeah, big one. Look at Dean and, and, and Conso are back from COVID. Dean went straight into the starting eleven. Um, I think all they've got out in terms of confirmed injuries is Nick Camber, who's... Uh, other side of, of that break which is coming up apart from that we don't we're not aware of any injuries of course things can happen in the interim um, I guess it's now whether he, he rotates a little bit for that Leeds game because like a number of clubs there's less than 72 hours between matches I don't think it'll be widespread a lot of the players Coutinho for example was was spared in the last mm. 20 minutes so I'm sure he'll be he'll be in the, in the team at Ellen Road sorry at um, uh, West Ham Um Maybe I've seen suggestions that Ramsey may get a rest because he's played a lot and he hasn't been himself uh, quite at the usual levels of late. That was from Villa forums and, and um, uh, local journalists as well. So Ramsey could be for the temporary chop, but it'll be one or two bodies, I'm sure, at most. Yep. Cool. Uh, Arsenal next, carrying a lot of people's double game week hopes. Uh, they're playing Leicester at home in the first game. Uh, in their first in the first one or two home games um yeah what's happening what's what's happening with, with the Arsenal camp it's pretty much as you were from last week so Tommy Asu is an ongoing concern 
he's got this recurring cough problem. They're just taking it easy with him and making sure he's not going to be uh, out longer term. So I'm assuming this means he's going to miss out again. Smithrow is back. He's still flagged only because uh, Arteta said he should be available. Now, he had COVID. He missed out last week um, because of that. But uh, has been back in training. He's had a couple of sessions under his belt, so I'm sure he'll be fine for this one. Whether or not he starts or not is a different a different, different question. I think he may be uh, resuming bench warming duties again. Um, the other line of note was from Lacazette, because people mm. might have seen his uh, bloodied leg uh, on Instagram. I think it was Instagram. Uh, as a result of a tackle from Thomas Partey in training. Now, um, we didn't think it was serious because you, you wouldn't put up a an image like that if it was something that was going to rule you out of a game. You'd be giving away team news willy-nilly. Uh, and Arteta even seemed surprised about the question whether he was asked whether he was available or not. And he said, yes, I hope so. Um, the hope bit will obviously worry some people, but um, he laughed when he said it. So I, I, I don't think there's any cause for concern yeah. there. Yes, I hope so. He's just out. <laughs> is that, oh, yeah. Partly broke his leg. Obviously, he was out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Leicester, because uh, the big news, obviously, about about Jamie Vardy um, having a is it is, is it the same is it the same injury or, or a new one? Um, it's what is it a knee? I think it's a knee problem. So is that yes. a different one? I think that's a different. Oh, I'm not sure. Sorry, put you on the spot. Oh, anyway, yeah, he's out. Anyway, that's the main thing. He's yeah. out of thirty game week thirty as well. I know people would have been looking at him for that. He's not going to feature uh, for three to four weeks. Um, so he joins uh, Castagna, Evans and Bertrand, who are out. Um, it looks likely that Fafana's going to miss out again. He's, he's on the cusp of return, but then he got COVID. So that's slightly put him back. Pereira will be assessed. He's had, I think, hamstring issues and he's been uh, precautionary omission. Um, James Justin's been monitored. He... Uh, Came back on Thursday night. I think got an hour under his belt, mm. so he'll he may be uh, so he's back into the first team pitcher again. So maybe he's a bench in here. Uh, Madison's back. He came back on Thursday, um, and I think that's it. I think that's it. What do you reckon happens with with players like Thomas and Amate when these guys are back? I mean, for fun and Justin, yeah. quite big big names. To I, I'd worry about both of them to be honest. I think. Um, I guess there's so many unknowns about what's happening in Europe, you know, with Leicester as well, whether they, that becomes the focus of their first choice 11, for example, close at the end of the season, if they're still in the Conference League. Um, but soon they will have Pereira, Thomas, Justin. Um, I'm not sure when Castagna's back. I don't think for a while. But certainly three into four. Albrighton can play there as well. Mm. Um, Amarty can play it right back as well. He, he, he's been he good was, lately as well. He's been yeah, he's, well. he's been playing a centre half alongside Soyuncu, and he's been playing. Yeah, playing playing very well. Fat Rogers praised him again today, saying that I think uh, Fafana's returns actually jade them both up into mm. you know realizing they've got competition. So I would be concerned about reliability because Evans Evans is near in a return. I think after the international break as well, Evans should be back, uh, and he is first choice centre half, no question. So you've got you'll you'll suddenly have Evans. Soyuncu, Fafana and Amati all competing at centre-half. You'll have Thomas, Pereira, Amati and um, uh, Castagna possibly um, all competing at full-back. So I'd be a little bit worried about predicting longer-term reliability for either of either those players, Thomas or Amati. Yeah, I'll just get one and deal with it later. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you could make a case for both. I, I, still, I think Thomas. I've got a fan. I've got a friend who's a Leicester fan. He loves Thomas, 
says he's, he'd be surprised to see him drops, given he's a kind of a fan favourite. But we yeah. will see. Um, okay, final two teams is uh, the Monday night game, which is Palace versus Manchester City. Uh, let's start with uh, Palace. Uh, how are they looking? Uh, pretty good. I think it's just as you were. Ward's back in training, so he could be involved. But if Ferguson and MacArthur are still out, um, there was nothing else reported from Vieira. So, uh, yeah, straight on to City and very unhelpful. This was always looking likely to happen because City's not playing until Monday, as you said there. And when you have a press conference on a Thursday, then you're really not going to get the latest injury information. You're hoping for the day before a game, but mm. um, four days before a match is 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 not helpful, <laughs> especially when it's Pep. So when he was asked about injuries, he gave some wishy-washy answer about it being, uh, haven't seen the players yet. Um, they're not trained, yada, yada. Um, the the better quote came the previous night after the Champions League match in which they coasted through against Sporting. So he was asked about uh, Cancelo and Ake. He said about Cancelo that he's sick right now. So this was Tuesday night, I think. Or was it Wednesday? Wednesday night it was. So he was sick as of Wednesday, missed out then against Sporting. He said, I don't know, hopefully, um, the fact that they play Monday gives him a bit of time. We don't even know if it's, if it's covid or if it's just a general illness. Um, Nathan Ake is coming back, so that's that's the hopeful on that too. But that's as much as we got. Yesterday, it was even more vague. He just says we've still got a few more days. We've got a little bit of problems. Hopefully, some of them can be back at the end of the week. So I guess what we're looking for is any imagery from the training ground uh, that City something is published on a Friday, and we might be able to get some stuff from Getty Images as well. But um, we'll be looking out for Cancelo, but the thing is, he mm. could return. He could re- return after the deadline on Saturday and Sunday in training and, and be fit. We just don't know. Yeah, interesting. I think that's it. Any more? Yes, it is. Any more for any more? I don't think so. I don't think so. Lovely oh. stuff, then, as always. You've worried me about my Leicester defenders. Uh, now, thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Maybe I'm I'll sure you'll cut me a rank. No, 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 no. need all the points. Need all the points I can get. <laughs> What are, you, what are you going for now? What's your sort of target? Obviously, top one key, but is there anything beyond that? Or God, no, no. Just top one key. I think I think top ten k is pretty much. I don't want to say locked in, but yeah. it would be a it would be a hell of a drop now if I finished outside the top k. Yeah. So no, it's just all about getting in the top what top one k and yeah. and staying there. I mean, if I can have a top one k season, I'll be absolutely over oh, yeah. the moon. I'm absolutely over the moon with that. Um, cool, lovely stuff, Neil. We'll be back uh, next week. Thanks everyone for watching. Uh, good luck in game week 29. Uh, hopefully your luck can turn a bit, Neil, and uh, <laughs> you know you can get a, you can make up for that red arrow that you got. Yeah, well, it, I, I'm, I was about to say it can't get any worse, but um, it can always it can always, it can always get worse. FBL, it can always get worse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, hopefully.